0: anyway let's watch this uh i, I want to feel jehoshaphat is actually and i'm just just for fun you could do this too let's see it was king king saul okay it's king saul king david then solomon then rehoboam abijah then asa then uh here this guy here yeah he's seven jehoshaphat he's got a son named jehoram who was a loser for sure but anyway he's the seventh king and so uh if you take off that first one Let's see, that'd be, he, that's how far he is from King David. You know, David David was not a dummy. Some people think he's at there playing guitar. David killed Goliath. What's so fantastic I love, love about this? You can read this in 1 Chronicles and 2 Chronicles. The priest, and even actually a story after this, I think it's his great-grandson. One of these, one of these kings, their mother, Athaliah was her name. Well, her son, he was an A word too, Azarias or something. Yeah, Azariah. Azariah was a horrible king. And why? Oh, he sinned. He did something wrong. He worshipped other gods, just like this was an idol. Oh, I worship you. That's the problem was going on. So quit beating yourself up because you make a mistake or whatever. It's turning from Jesus. It's not, people think, well, yeah, when you do something wrong, you turn from Jesus. No, you didn't we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us. This other stuff is dangerous. That's the reason you, you read about it. But anyway, one of these kings, he was terrible. He was leading everybody into saying, hey, we ought to all worship these uh, idols and shrines and whatever it was. But anyway, uh, he gets killed and his mother, Athalia, takes over. This is three, about three or four chapters after this. And when she takes over, she killed all of the other sons so that she could just be queen. She gets away with it for seven years. Anyway, one of her nephews, uh, whatever or however it was one of the sons, you know, one of her. It would have been her grandsons, Jehoiada and his wife hid away. His name was Joash. They hid that little boy and they kept him in the temple, and, uh, because God had promised He'd always keep one of the David's children on the throne. Okay, and that's what happened all the way down to you get to Jesus, and that Jesus is the son of David. That's where. Okay, so anyway. Then Jehoiada, this was so great. And I used to think, well, we just, we don't believe in war and we don't because of the Bible. That's, that is such a bunch of baloney. You're not reading the Bible. Jesus is coming back on a white horse with an army, you know, not a bunch of peacemakers. Man, I'm telling you, he's coming in Revelation. It's going to be big, you know. But anyway, Jehoiada, it says Jehoiada got his, uh, he, I'll just read it. Jehoiada got his, uh, he got his bravery up. Here's the story. Uh, we'll see what we cover. I want to come back to Jehoshaphat, but anyway, let's come back. Let's go over here. Here's this idiot, Queen Eilatheia. Oh, man, boy. Anyway, so anyway, she had killed all of the kings. But anyway, Jehoiada the priest got up his courage and took some of the army officers. What? What does the officers have to do with Jesus? Man, I tell you what. The army officers in the Bible, they knew... That God was God, just like Pharaoh found out the hard way, oh my goodness, so anyway, Jehoiada the priest took up his courage and got some of the army officers into his confidence. Azariah, son of Jeroam, Ishmael, these are their names, okay, Bob, Bill, Steve, whoever. okay. These men traveled across the nation secretly to tell the Levites, remember the nation of Israel is 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 comprised of 12 sons' kids. And that's the tribes, just like you could have Chickasaw, whatever, you know, Choctaw, Apache, whatever. They all came from one dad, which was Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Jacob's 12 sons were all these names. But anyway, one of them was the Levites. Okay, so it says, they were going to tell the Levites and the clan leaders about the plans to summon them to Jerusalem. On their arrival, they swore allegiance to who? The young king. He was only seven years old. Okay. Remember, his mama, or whatever, his grandmother had all of them killed. Oh! That's because she was worshiping idols. She didn't want nothing to do with God. Okay. At the last, the time had come for the king's son to reign, Jehoiada, and he's high priest, exclaimed. He said, The Lord's promise that a descendant of David shall be on the throne, shall be our king. Watch this. This is really neat. Uh, we'll be true again. And this is how we'll proceed. Look at this little secret. A third of you priests... And Levites, when you come off duty on the Sabbath... Remember, this was Solomon's temple. You had a lot of people worked in there. And there were only Levites. And he said, hey, when a third of y'all leave... I mean, when when y'all go off duty, a third of y'all stay back. And so a third stayed back. Okay, remember who else was there? These army officers were there. So he says, uh, when you come off duty, stay at the entrance as guards. Another third will go over to the palace. That's where the queen is. And a third of you will go to the lower gate. Every man must stay in the outer courts of the temple as required by God's law, for only the priests and Levites on duty may enter the temple itself, for they are sanctified. You Levites form a bodyguard for the king. This seven-year-old kid. Okay. Okay, and anyway, notice this. You form a bodyguard. Now, look what he tells these. These are Levites. These are men of the cloth. He says, you form... A bodyguard for the king, weapons in hand, and kill any unauthorized person. I tell you what, our Jesus is not a weakling. Praise the Lord. If you need to defend your house, you defend your house. You know, Don't worry about it. Hey, brother. So anyway, okay. You Levites form a bodyguard. Here's what he did. Stay right beside the king. Wow, this was a fantastic fanfare. So all the arrangements were made, each of the three... Uh, leaders led a third of the priests arriving for duty that Sabbath, and a third of those whose week's work were done and were going off for duty. Then Jehoiada the priest didn't release them. He said, are you guys stay here because they're fixing to do business?" Okay, and Jeho. Okay, let's see. Then Jeho. Now look at this. He's high priest. <gasps> you know, we just need to let the Russians overtake America. No, we do not. You know what's interesting is, oh. Uh, In the Scriptures, in these very Scriptures we read about, when it was King David had his army put together, and it actually was called the Lord's Army. That's the reason those battle hymn of the Republic is such a great song. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming. You know, that's the reason the verse is in there. It says, he died to make men holy. Let us die to make men free. You know, that Fight. We're not going to just roll. That's the lie of the devil. Just, I ain't nothing we can do about it. No. Hallelujah. There is something. So Jehoiada, the high priest, he issued spears and shields to all the army officers. Wow. These had once belonged to King David. We know him. He killed Goliath. And they were stored in the temple. These officers formed... Uh, fully armed, formed a line from one side to the other in front of the temple, around the altar in the outer court. Now, you need to think of something. Think about you being Joash, the little seven-year-old. Now, you, your aunt and uncle been raising you, and you don't realize that your grandmother, Athalia, wants you dead. But she thinks you're dead. And he's been hid all this time. But once he starts coming to age... What kind of fear would that give you if you thought you were going to be assassinated all the time? So, think about the protection of the Lord. Look at all this protection. And I'm telling you, this is small compared to what you and I have. I mean, this worked for Joash, but you've got this same protection. Several stories in the Bible Psalm 91. I don't care if anybody comes up to your left or right, it's not going to come nigh you. Like those two officers. It's unfortunate, two officers were killed in New York City last night, but don't worry about yourself. You're protected. Yeah, man, they didn't see what was coming. Somebody come up and just blew their head off. That might happen to me. It won't happen to you, praise the Lord. For this very reason, we're looking at these scriptures. It won't. Don't worry about them. They're going to be all right, praise the Lord. But you're going to be all right. You're protected. Anyway, they were fully armed. They formed a line from one side to the other in the temple, around the altar, and in the inner court. Man, I tell you, they had this kid this kid covered. Then they brought out the little prince mercy they placed a crown on his head handed him now watch this a copy we will just say of the Bible now here's your key right there there's your key and these people knew it they put a crown on this little seven year old and they gave him the Bible and then they started saying they proclaimed him as king a great shout went up went up long live the king this is where we hear all that stuff as Jehoiada and his sons anointed him uh oh bad news Queen Athaliah. Well, too bad for her. Just too bad. Heard all the noise and commotion and shouts of praise to the king. She rushed over to the temple, which was next door to the palace. See what was going on. There stood the little king by his pillar at the entrance with the army officers and the trumpeters surrounding him and all the people all over the land rejoicing, blowing trumpets. This was on bow speakers. This was loud. Man accompanied by an orchestra, leading people in great psalms of praise. Look what she does. Athalia ripped her clothes and screamed, treason, treason. Oh, you loser. You loser. You had it coming. You killed all your sons. You worshiped idols. And look what Jehoiada says. Wow. He's a man of the cloth. Oh, no. We don't want to get involved in blood here. Oh, yeah, we do. Look at this. Take her out and kill her. What? What? Jehoiada the priest shouted to the army officers, don't do it here in the temple and kill anyone who tries to help her. Boy, I tell you, these army officers said, yes, sir. So the crowd opened up for them to take her out and they killed her at the palace stables. Then Jehoiada, look at this, Jehoiada made a solemn contract, yeah, that he and the king, here's what what the trouble was, that he and the king and the people would be the Lord's. All the people rushed over to the temple of Baal. What on earth have they got a idol temple next door to God's temple for? So here's what they did. They ran over there and they knocked it down. And they broke up the altars. They knocked down the idols. They killed Matan, the chief priest of Baal, before his altar. Well, poor little fellow. Let me tell you a little bit about Baal worship. Dustin's my son right here. But if I was in Baal worship, it's nothing but devil worship. What do you do? Well, you take the secret oath and you take your kids and you throw them into the fire. Oh, oh, big God needs me to kill my son. That's stupid. The only one that needed to die was God's son. He died for us. We don't, that's what, that's, it's so much mercy. It's just, it just staggers us. You can start to believe in the love of God when you find out he needed to die, not me. Now, I always thought that was funny. It's just like if Tyler was involved in that. Well, how come Tyler don't die? He's he goes, he going goes to send his kids in the fire. Oh, well, why don't you take a stroll out there? No, they're not doing it. But you take your kids and throw them in there. I tell you, God hated this. And he was the God of gods and King of kings. And people were just going down the wrong path. So anyway, Jehoiada now appointed the Levite priest as guards. <laughs> and to sacrifice burnt offerings to the Lord... As prescribed in the law of Moses, in other words, the Bible. Okay, he made the identical assignments of the Levite clans that King David had. Now, if you read First Chronicles, that's what David set all this stuff up. He says, and "I need you to lead the band, and I want you to lead the singing, and I want you." And they had to be Levites—people that were supposed to represent—they were priests. Okay. The guards, uh, the guards at the temple gates kept everything that was not consecrated and, authored, and they kept out. In other words, you're not going in there unless you're. You're, you know, you're supposed to be there. Verse 20. Then the army officers, nobles, that's governors, I mean, excuse me, mayors. The mayors, the governors, and all the people escorted the king, that is. Oh, anyway, winding their way up to the upper gate to the palace. And the king sat on his throne. So all the people of the land rejoiced and the city was quiet and peaceful because Athaliah was dead. Praise the Lord. What do we get out of that? Serve the Lord. Pretty simple. Just serve the Lord. Don't get involved in worshiping other gods. <clears throat> now, let's go back and pick up just a little bit about uh, this fellow's uh, grandpa. Uh, great-grandpa, that would be. Now, when Jehoshaphat was king, he's doing a lot of this stuff here. Notice, notice he's even knocking down the heathen altars and destroying the Asherim idols. And uh, <clears throat> But anyway, oh, look down here at verse 7. Now, we covered this last week, but I want to remind us again. The third year of his reign, he began a nationwide religious education program. Well, really, what's that all about? Just read your Bible. That's what it is. He was bringing the Bible to the people in the land. Now, the nation of Israel, you've got to remember, they came out of of Egypt with supposedly around 6 million of them. 6 million of them. And then there was a 40-year time span, and it wasn't like nobody had kids. They They were kids like crazy. By the time Solomon's king... Solomon, in his prayer, he says, "You have made me king of as many people as there is dust in the earth." That, so this is not a small group of people. This is a vast expanse. Well, oh yeah, we got 300 million in the United States. <clears throat> well, this guy's granddaddy had. Uh, let's put it in terms of the army, and you can tell how many people you got in the nation. Sort of rounded off. This guy's uh, this guy's granddaddy. Oh, uh, well, his dad. It was his dad, King Asa. We looked at it last week. He had half a million, actually five hundred and thirty thousand troops. Well, you reckon they had families, reckon they had kids? Of course they did. And those were the military people. What about the people that weren't in the So you can imagine how big if your or if your uh, army force, whatever, your weapon, or whatever, the people in the military, you get that many, you got a pretty good sized nation. So anyway, so he says I want everybody to go around the nation. I want the Levites to do this, including all these guys. And they took copies of the book of the law of the Lord to all the cities to teach the scriptures to the people. A lot of good that's going to do. A lot of good. I'll tell you what great good it did. Now, let's go into a little story here, right here. Let's watch what happens. But rich, popular Jehoshaphat of Judah. Now, you've got to understand there's more than two people in the nation. There's a lot of people in his nation. And his kinfolk are in another nation. That's the other kids of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They've got their own king. They split their kingdom up. Don't blame him too bad, but what the pressure was, go make friends with that king over there. So this is why he did it. He made a marriage alliance for his son with the daughter of King Ahab of Israel. Now Ahab in the Bible was men... He was king of worshiping everybody but God. Okay? Anyway, now this was not a good thing Jehoshaphat did, but you gotta understand he this is why he got in. And you can make mistakes too. You can kind of get yourself off into trouble and make a dumb, dumb move. But I want to show you what happens to Jehoshaphat here. Even when he made a dumb move, he still got out of trouble. Watch it. A few years later, he went down to Samaria to visit King Ahab. Remember? It's part of Israel. They call him the king of Israel. It's the other ten tribes. Okay? King Ahab gave a great party for him and his age butchering great numbers of sheep. Many had a big feast. Then he asked King Jehoshaphat. Now, there's a reason he asked because King Ahab was getting his tail kicked by these other nations. And so he says, Hey, Jehoshaphat, uh, will you join forces with me against Ramoth Gilead? In other words, his, let's just say it's the Russians or whatever. Well, Jehoshaphat said, well, of course. Now, this is really funny. Watch closely. I'll I'll be with you all the way. My troops are at your command. However, let's check with the Lord first. Anyway, so King Ahab, he summoned. Now, remember, they're not reading the Bible. They're worshiping devils. But he gets his heathen prophets and asks them and says, hey, what do you think the outcome of this war is going to be? Well, they all go, Oh, you're gonna slaughter them. Oh, you're yeah, roll tide, you're gonna get them. That kind of stuff. Oh no. They replied, Go ahead, God will give you great victory. But look at look what Jehoshaphat says. Jehoshaphat wasn't satisfied. Isn't there some prophet of the Lord around here too? <laughs> Watch this. I'd like to ask him the same question. Ahab told him, Well, there's one, but I hate him. <laughs> for he never prophesies anything but evil. Well, hello! That's because you're worshipping devils. You know, you're worshipping these other gods, which are really no gods. His name, we'll call him Mike. His name's Mike. Oh, come now, don't talk like that, Jehoshaphat said. Let's hear what he has to say. So the king of Israel called one of his agents. and says, hey, go get this guy. He actually had him in prison, Okay, like John the Baptist. Go get Mike, he ordered. So the two kings were sitting there. They were all decked out, full, regulated. Watch this. In an open palace near the Sumerian gate, and all the prophets, remember all his pagan prophets were prophesying before him. One of them, Zedekiah, now he's one of the bad guys, he took some iron horns, and he says, this is what the Lord, the Lord's going to take these and gore the Syrians. You're going to have such great victory, you know. All the others agreed. They chorused up to Ramoth Gilead, prosper for the Lord will cause you to conquer. No, he won't either. Anyway, the man that went to go get Mike told him what was happening and what the other prophets were saying. You know, none of this Jesus stuff is true. You have to, you have to whisper and tell him what to say. That's baloney. That the war would end in triumph for the king. I hope you will agree with them and give the king a favorable reading. Mike said, I vow by God, I'm only going to say what he says say. Okay, so that's what he says. When they arrived before the king, <laughs> remember the king doesn't like him because he never says anything nice. The king says, Mike, shall we go up against uh, Ramoth Gilead? Look what Mike says. Oh, yeah, sure, go ahead. It'll be a great victory. The king's ticked off. He says, didn't I tell you? You know, excuse me. uh, Where'd he go? Yeah. Uh, We're mad. Yeah. The king said sharply. That means he was mad. How many times was my tell you to say nothing but what the Lord says? (laughs) Mike told him. In my vision, I saw Israel scattered upon the mountain as sheep without a shepherd. In other words, that means the king's going to die. And the Lord says, their master has been killed. Send them home. Now here the king says, didn't I tell you? The king of Israel exclaimed Jehoshaphat. He does this every time. He never prophesies anything but evil against me. Well, that guy should pick it up. He should realize, I'm not serving the Lord. This is a great lesson for you and I. Now, we're not worshiping idols. But you should always expect good. I mean, every day you should expect good. And again, don't worry about your sins. Remember, we just got through reading, they had all these sacrifices. Those sacrifices was for sin. Constant. And Jesus is our sacrifice for sin. Anyway, so look what happens. He says, "...I saw Him upon His throne, surrounded by a vast throng of angels." That's what Mike said. He says, "...I saw the Lord, He's surrounded by angels." Praise the Lord, but we know that. But guess what? Those same angels are around you and I. Then the Lord says, uh, This is what he saw. The Lord said, Who can get King Ahab, that's that bad king, to go to battle against uh, Ramoth Gilead and be killed there? There were many suggestions. This is just a vision he had. But finally, a spirit stepped forward and said, Lord, I can do it. And the Lord said, How? This angel said, I'll be a lion spirit in the mouth of all the king's prophets. Well, now, the Lord's not devising evil or whatever. This was just a vision. He saw it, okay? Okay? Because it was his own fault, Ahab's fault. The Lord says, it'll work. Go ahead. And so, anyway, Mike says this. So, you see, the Lord's put forth a lying spirit in the mouth of all these prophets. Remember, all those prophets. Can you imagine 40 of them all going, oh, yeah, you're going to win. National championship, king, you're going to win. 40? I mean, 400 of them? They all fell for this. That's because they were, they, were, they were all taken over by a lying spirit. Then Zedekiah, he thought he was right. He's one of the bad guys. He stepped up and he busted that old boy in the mouth. He slapped him across the face and said, You liar, he yelled, When did the spirit of the Lord leave me and enter you? Well, let me tell you. The reason this guy and Zedekiah, well, not Mike. The reason Zedekiah got off course It's because he's two-timing. He's He's acting like he's serving the Lord and the temple and whatever. whatever, They didn't have a temple. They had a tabernacle. And then he was bowing down to these stupid cows. Anyway, Mike says, you'll find out soon enough when you're in hiding in an inner room. In other words, like the next day. Next day, arrest this man. Take him back to the governor, Ammon, and to my son, Joash, the king of Israel, ordered. And tell the king to put this fellow in prison. Give him bread and water until I return safely from battle. Mike says, if you return... No, he, look, he says, if you return safely from battle, then I'm not the Lord's prophet. He says, he hadn't spoken through me then. Then turning to those around him, he remarked, take note what I said. Well, i tell you what. That guy was right. But now watch what happens there. This goes quickly. And I'm just going to stop. I want to do the next chapter, but I'm just going to stop here. So the king of Israel and the king of Judah... Now, just think of yourself as the king of Judah. Remember the line of tribe of Judah? That's us. We're the good guys, okay? This guy's supposed to be with us, but he's floundering. Think this is you. So you're you're the king of Judah. Watch this. So now you're going to lead your armies. You're in there. You're in your chariot. The king of Israel, your buddy, you think, he says to Jehoshaphat, that's you, I'll disguise myself so that no one will recognize me. But you put your royal robes on. I'd be like, red flag? Hey, wait a minute. What's wrong with you? So the bad king saying, hey, i tell you what, Phil, you keep your you keep your royal, ro- you wear your crown. I'm going to take mine off. <laughs> so anyway, I'll disguise myself. You keep your royal robes on. So that's what they did. Now, the king of Syria had issued instructions. Now, these are the bad guys. Let's say the Russians or whoever you want to call them. They're coming after them. They gave these instructions to the charioteers. Ignore everyone but the king of Israel. Now remember, you're Jehoshaphat and you've got help. i am calling my wallet help. You've got Jesus on your side because I tell you what, you're fixing to be in hot water right here. But watch how you get out. See if you can do this. And you can. Watch this. So when the Syrian, Syrian charioteers, they saw King Jehoshaphat, but that was the wrong one. In his royal robes, they went for him, supposing that he was the man they were after. Man, they were shooting bullets at him, slinging rocks. They were, they'd come after him. Why do we have the details? Let me scroll up so you can see this. I wonder if I can do this. Yes, you can. But, I'm going to say that's you. You. See, something could happen today to you. And it's all you've got to do. Jehoshaphat cried out to the Lord. To what? Take him to heaven? He already knew he was going to get that. He didn't want to get killed. He cried out to the Lord to save him. And the Lord made the charioteers see their mistake and leave him. I'm telling you, that's going to happen to you all week long. I don't care what kind of trap the devil has out for you and I. Remember the Bible says, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You got a shield, praise the Lord. Anyway, so (laughs) as soon as they realized he was not the king of Israel, they stopped chasing him. No, whoa, 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 whoa. They stopped chasing him because the Lord... Saved it. That's why. Praise God. Anyway, watch this. One of the Syrian soldiers shot an arrow haphazardly. Just... Too bad, Mr. King of Israel. Anyway, but one of the Syrian soldiers shot an arrow haphazardly at the Israeli troops. And it struck the King of Israel at the opening between the lower armor and where down here somewhere, whatever. He says, get me out of here, he groaned to the driver of the chariot, for I'm badly wounded. The battle grew hotter and hotter that day. Then King Ahab went back in, propped up in his chariot to fight the Syrians, but just as the sun sank down in the western skies, he died. What happened to Jehoshaphat? Well, he, he got out of there. I'll show you a piece of what happened when he come back, watch the, the next because there was no breaks right here. We're not going to read it all. as King Jehoshaphat he returned home uninjured. The prophet Jehu, here come a preacher, what would you say? And this is what uh, Jehoshaphat had gotten in trouble. But notice, even though he did that, his, he was still helped. The prophet said, Should you be helping a wicked, helping the wicked and loving those who hate the Lord? See, that's what King Ahab was doing. He hated the Lord. He asked him. He says, Because of what you've done, God's wrath is on you. But there's some good things about you that... Uh, You got rid of the shame idols throughout the land and you tried to be faithful to God. But don't worry about this part about when the prophet says God's wrath upon you. Jehoshaphat dealt with that. The next chapter, this chapter here is wonderful. Matter of fact, he keeps going through all the country and he told everybody to serve the Lord, which is great. And then there's another super victory in the next chapter. But uh, one last point I want to make is right here. Don't ever forget this. Oh, When those guys were coming after him, he says, you ignore everybody but the king of Israel, that other king said. So all the charioteers, they saw King Jehoshaphat in his royal robes and they went after him supposing he was the man. But Jehoshaphat, what did he do? He cried out to the Lord to save him and the Lord made the charioteers see his mistake and leave him. If Jehoshaphat was so bad, In other words, he was trying to help this king, and God didn't want him helping that king because he hated the Lord. And the prophet told him about it a few minutes later. You know what? It didn't make no difference. God's still merciful, and He'll help you. So what was the difference? Ahab didn't want nothing to do with God. He had his own private group of people that say, yeah, you're all right. Go, Go fight. You're going to be all right. You know. Josephat knew better, and you and I know better. We're going to serve the Lord. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you. By your stripes, we're healed. If we're not feeling good, you'll take care of that. If we're hurting financially, you'll take care of that too. It's Christmas time, and we just thank you. It's all about what you've done for us. It's a joyous time. It's not a somber time and anything like that. It's fantastic. Those angels were singing glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, and good will toward us. We've got your help. Lord, that doesn't leave anything left but for us to tell others about what you're doing in our lives. And that's what we're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise Praise the Lord. Lord.